0: Ramble. Welcome to the Tripod, the official podcast of the Tri-Guys. You got all four of your Tri-Boys right here. You got Ned, you got Keith, you got Eugene, you got Zach. We try stuff, you know, you at this point, you know, you know the drill. And today we're talking about a lot of stuff. We're in between the tour, we're about to go back on the road. Uh, Zach's head has been fixed finally after mm-hmm. many years <laughs> yeah. of a broken head. His head is new and amazing. I've overcome broken head syndrome. And now we're trying to
1: uh, fix uh, some of our broken rooms in our... Lives.
0: We have a lot of things that are getting fixed.
1: Yeah, you know, we also are trying to. I'm I'm doing a little try today because Miles, who runs the podcast, is out. So I I've got all the little dials on my lap. I'm going to be mixing the sound. Haven't done this in a long, long time. Zach, so. now you are the podcast gremlin. I I am the podcast <laughs> oh, gremlin. What an honor. <laughs> These guys also always give me shit because way way back when we first started making videos together, I I uh, when we worked at a company called BuzzFeed. I, I was hired as as a different <laughs> level than them, so Zach I never... <laughs> was hired
2: at a level above the three of us. Yes, he and came in uh, with a promotion day
1: one. As a result, they they got uh, saddled with more of what we call bitch work than I did. Uh, but they they all were trained and had to learn how to use this H six handy recorder. Yes, that... we make fun of Zach because because of
2: that bitch work you might yeah. call it. Uh, you might also call it. We have a greater
1: technical proficiency in basic audio equipment. In in audio equipment, yes, mm. that is the one thing that I yep. I willingly uh, skipped over. So, but today I'm gonna make up for it. So I why are this. you the one running the sound because equipment? Because it's, it's my time. It's my <laughs> time to make up. And after today, when you listen to this podcast and you go, "Oh shit," the boys have never <laughs> sounded crisper. Wow. They never sounded cleaner. We can put this to rest. Once and for all. Do you have compression on all of our mics? Fuck if I know. I just I just turned it on and hit record, baby. Let's do this. Uh, But first up, you've rated us five stars in the iTunes store. You gave us some secrets. We're gonna read them. Eugene, you got a dog on your lap. That's perfect for some secrets. Hit us up, baby boy.
3: This is titled Middle School Secret by Roger Steen. Roger Steen. So they say winter boo bear secret. When I was in middle school Wait, from 2009 to 2012, oh, no, the person requested I hate-
1: the name Winter Boo Bear mm. Mm. Oh, Roger Stein.
0: They, they, I, I, people stop requesting your funny names.
3: Well, I like Winter Boo Bear,
0: that's fine.
3: But- winter Boo Bear Roger Stein. Mm. Okay. So when Winter Boo Bear was in middle school from 2009 to 2012, I hated that my parents made me bring lunches to school when all I wanted was to be lazy and buy lunches. My mom always keeps her purse in the same spot next to the kitchen. So when my parents weren't in the room, I would take money out of her wallet to use for school lunches. Over the years, I probably took over $150 as she never noticed. To add to the drama, the two lunch ladies at my school were close family friends and I was always terrified it would come up somehow and I would get in trouble. But in the past two years, both of them have passed away. So my secret was literally taken hmm.
1: to the grave. <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs>
3: Besides this. Wait,
1: was it the, the lunch people were taken to the. Yeah. I'm assuming the two lunch ladies. Okay, yeah. all right, wow. right on.
3: Besides this, I was very by Actually the quite rules. Sad. Yeah, I was very by the rules and never even turned in homework late. This is by far the most rebellious I have ever been. And since the only other people who knew
0: about it are dead.
1: Oh. <laughs> and now us, you know, Do th- does that mean we're marked for dead now? Oh, I feel no. like there's a conspiracy. Well, all Rajesh of you, is-
0: all the listeners are also marked oh, for dead. Shit. Watch your back. If I. Now, you're going to run into this sooner than I will because you have a child mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. I've already realized like if I had a kid and I had cash in my wallet and he took like $2, I wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> no. I just, oh, like, I would yes. never know. $2 can't. would be a lot of money to it. a middle child. school, yeah. elementary school kid. I would never notice. You could take $5 from me and I'd probably be like, hmm, I must have bought something with that $5. Mm-hmm. What did I buy? I don't know. Well, oh what, well.
1: I'm, what I'm curious about, and I'm trying to remember is that like school lunches, Cost what somewhere between six and ten dollars i feel like they overcharged. chart six and ten dollars no, no, they're, cost they're usually 50 like $3. subsidized a little bit oh in my high school they were not subsidized so oh there was well like, <laughs> starsdale there yeah. you go yeah they, Carthage. Knew, they knew that you could okay because i was gonna say 150 dollars is like That's like 15 lunches, 20 lunches. a whole year. I feel like every time, I feel like Lucio Bluth right now, how much could a banana cost? $10? $10? They're super, super cheap. What I I thought was funny about this story was
2: that the school lunches were so desirable that they were worth stealing money for. (laughs) For my school, the school lunches were not that great. Like everyone would bring lunch because the actual school lunches we're kind of like, oh, crap, I forgot my lunch today. I have to buy a taco bowl. So I, Ooh, I taco bowls. I resonate
0: <laughs> with this viewer because it sounds like this, this listener had to make their own lunch yeah, probably from an early age. And I did, too. And I hated it. Also, like I didn't have cooking skills, so I could only make like really piss poor lunch. But I now think you're an mother- amazing chef. Now I am. Do but- you think that? Do you no. think that this helped you. No, because I I, I immediately cooking skills. I begged my mom, just give me the dollar twenty-five to buy lunch because I'm not good at this. <laughs> Do you guys remember the milk in a pouch that you would stab? No. with a straw. No. <sighs> I only had the carton that I had to. You had to.
2: You open didn't that have certain pouch way. milk. I, no. It was like Capri Sun, but milk. Yeah, it was just a <laughs> uh, uh, like a uh, like a, a bag. square bag of milk. It didn't really have a top or a bottom. It was just
0: a square.
2: And you would just stab it with a straw, and it was very satisfying.
1: That sounds great. And milk?
0: Did did it have the same like stupid cow jokes or stupid like nutrition facts that were like that had little cartoons? It it looked like like it came straight from a
2: factory. Like it was just like I believe all it said was like milk.
3: (laughs) Eugene, what was your story? Oh, not a story. I think her mom made her lunch. This this secret holder. So her mom's just a really
0: shitty cook. No, because she (laughs) said I wanted to be lazy. And uh, just get the lunch
1: from school. That to mm, me. Yeah, sure. I, I agree with. I think she Keith's literally said,
0: the mother makes oh, my lunch.
1: I could go yeah. back, but we're not going to. We're if just going to have to live. It, we're just and have to live la- the
3: laziness is, I think, actually just bringing it to school. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. What? One time I, um, wow. I opened a box of raisins at school and it was full of ants and I was mortified. <gasps> Whoa, that's horrifying. I thought that reflected on me that like, oh, I'm. I'm such a horrible person that I mistook a box of ants for raisins. But no, it was just that somehow ants had gotten into my raisins. Definitely forgot a lunch in my locker one time and it got
3: infested. I had, I do have a classic uh, growing up in America, fresh off the boat story <gasps> where one of the first, lun- well, one of the first lunches, my mom <laughs> packed me, she put kimchi in it. Mm. And I got made fun of so much oh, yeah. yeah, because I mean, that's, they that's were pungent. like, and, I mean, it really isn't that pungent, though. It's pungent to people who never smelled it. Because yeah. now when you walk into Korean and you're like, oh, it's kimchi. But the same thing can be said about like, any sort of strong-smelling food from any culture—it's like just they've never seen it.
1: Yeah. well, it's it is. Yeah, I By not way, worth beating up kimchi. a kid over. Yeah. Oh well, now you made it sadder. Well, it is, I mean, you know, I was, was gonna debate the merits of kimchi. It smells strongly. It's we're not gonna deny that.
3: No, yeah, it has a it has a strong smell, but I I, yeah. I I take offense to when people say that and also imply that it's bad. No, it's right. delicious, which is it's I think where it's where amazing. most of the kids came from was your stinky Asian. Go back where you came
1: from. Oh, was no. kind of the
3: the idea but that's where oh, no, why I we get...
1: wait you, you peaked I got to make you a little quieter okay, one boy. more time Eugene oh boy say say buzz. Uh,
3: so that's a, you're a stinky Asian go back for where you came from <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah got <laughs> it nailed oh, it nailed it oh my god okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's why we take offense to Trump's recent comments god he's really going for it these yeah. days huh? yeah That's kind so of like the literally awful but that's well, like the I one thing you learn in need, elementary yeah. school is that that is the taunt you tell someone when you don't understand them it's like the most debased yeah. way to tell someone I am racist and I, uh, this is the first thing I think I can think of.
1: Uh, did you guys ever do the old chicken nugget bounce test? What's the chicken nugget bounce test? Oh, it's just this guy. Every school was convinced that, that they put a little bit of rubber into their chicken nuggets, and so everyone would go and they would sh- prove it by making them bounce. But as an adult, I realized that objects just bounce. Yes, sometimes objects have They just have a little elasticity. bit of bounce. It was like a conspiracy theory that everyone was convinced of, and everyone had some older brother that w- that had like the inside scoop uh-huh. that they were putting rubber into our chicken. But, but rocks bounce. You got bounce.
2: chicken nuggets for your school lunches. I yeah. had that
1: since I I had that. Oh pre- man, we had chicken nuggets. I'd steal
2: all my mom's money. Chicken rings. Nuggets. Do you have chicken, chicken rings? No. So there were
0: many different shapes the chicken could arrive. It could be a <laughs> nugget. It could be a ring. It, tender was always, or strips were always the best. Rings were good because you could take the rings and put them in
1: your roll and put mashed potatoes on your roll and have a chicken ring mashed potato sandwich. <laughs> you ever think about how depraved and wild it is that we mash chicken into the shape of dinosaurs? Because like, they were once like the kings chickens. of this planet. And they were chicken. And, be- <laughs> and then they became little stupid chickens. And now we grind their bodies and mash them into the shapes of their ancestors and we eat. To honor them. To to feed Mm. them to our infants. Yes. (laughs) I think that's what,
3: so when the alien overlords take over, they should mash our bodies up into 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 the shapes of apes.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Wow. Wow. And they call them people
0: nuggets.
1: People nuggets. There you go. Human Uh, nugs. Human nugs.
0: (laughs) Other language.
1: Speaking of insane foods, I got a news item for you. Oh, shoot. That's right, because Miles is gone. Your gremlin boy over here is going to be popping out the news. Buckle the fuck up. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but Arby's has an answer to plant-based meat. Uh, They made... Meat-based meat. meat. No, (laughs) meat-based vegetables. So... so, (laughs) So They're everyone gross. else They're is, so is yeah, doing, no like, way. the Impossible Burger. Uh, so, like, Taco Bell, I think, is doing Impossible Meat. Arby's is doing a carrot made out of turkey meat. So the it's improbable call- veggie? <laughs> 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 they, they've called it the Merit. Uh, and I that's about as far as I got in reading about it because I feel like I know everything there is to well, know. Well, is it
3: sold at their... Their stores, or is it just a uh, like a publicity stunt for a hot second? I think
1: it's... Well, I mean, certainly both. I think it's being sold. Hmm. Oh, Arby's... Ins- I'm I'm on the New York Times. Uh, Arby's insists that its merit is not a stunt, or at least not entirely. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a stunt. It's definitely a stunt. <laughs> definitely a stunt. <laughs> he says he's putting it at 50-50 stunt, 50-50 joke, 50-50 legit. I mean, I like turkey, and I like seasoning, so... I mean, weirdly,
3: that's probably healthier than the other stuff on the Arby's
1: menu. So actually, so we've got an Eat the Menu
0: Arby's coming out. What is Eat the Menu for those who don't know? If you don't know, Eat the Menu is a show I do where I buy one of everything on the menu. I eat at least one bite of it and I review the entire menu in one sitting. Uh, Much to the demise of my own health, but (laughs) to the fortune of you to know what is the single best and single worst item from these places. So if you're ever in a food desert and you must eat Arby's, here is the one thing I think is the best choice for the price.
1: And and what is... I'm not going to spoil oh, okay. it. okay. Are you kidding me? I'm going <laughs> to
0: advertise it and then just tell you? You're not going to have to sit through my pain? Well, You're going to sit like through you, my pain. I feel like you got to film a pickup and get that merit. I know. I'm thinking about doing an entire um, uh, new item roundup. And I go to all the fast food places I've eaten the menu of and I just hit those few new items that have oh. spurned up since. And it's sort of a little roundup. A little ketchup. Maybe a ketchup. Eat the menu ketchup because it, ketchup is a condiment found in many of these menus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're just going to suck on ketchup packets? No,
0: no. I'm just going to call it the Eat the Menu Ketchup. Oh, God. But I'll call it like ketchup. I literally
3: thought you were just going to eat every ketchup in the world.
0: Eat the Menu catsup episode. (laughs) What is the difference between catsup and ketchup? I think it's British. I think it's the order of the dominant ingredient. What? I
1: think it was like that there's... I thought ketchup was the real word and ketchup was, was the, brand, the brand and we all just started calling it ketchup. It's no, not actually. No, will you google ketchup? that? I think this is very well, important information you know and it is Heinz and Hunts. No, but I and do- I'm a Hunts boy. I Sorry, think ketchup's Hunts. a fake word that like ketchup is the actual th- What did you think? You were going to say something. You had a real answer. I thought
2: catsup was
0: British and ketchup was American.
1: I thought that the proportions of the ingredients
0: are different. All right, audience. Don't you guys miss decision. living?
1: Like when you used to not know something, yeah. you would just all dinner, you'd be like, we'll just not know. And then argue I, about it all afternoon. All, and continue to argue about it. But now we can settle this. Or yeah. we could continue to live in this beautiful place of unknowing. I you just want to know what a meat based vegetable is. I want to know. I mean,
2: how do you even.
1: Does it taste like a is vegetable? It, <gasps> yeah, you think it has that. Does crunch? it have a crunch? It must be like a, a, a slow cooked carrot, right? Like that that kind of consistency. Oh, it still tastes like a beef stew, though. Ooh, but that—I mean, yes, it wouldn't
2: taste like a carrot, but it would taste good. Like, what is vegetable flavoring? I do like, to know um, about this
0: ketchup. We can't just leave. He's got it. He needs time to Google. Listen. Guess okay. what?
3: Ketchup and catsup are simply two different spellings of the same thing. <gasps> Boom. Wow. Now, here's the most interesting. Wait, fact. is one of them British? <laughs> it's a Westernized version of condiment that European traders were introduced to while visiting the Far East ketchup is from asia yeah I, ketchup I, I is I asian? That. which i mean, guess that is most sense. spice or any flavor yeah, comes yeah. All literally the from any flavoring comes from asia we should learn that from it's also marco
0: it's, it's vinegar salt Odo? and tomato that's true and yeah. Sugar. so like vinegars were definitely like uh very asia asian heavy. import
3: yeah we were talking about how so much of of, of world them. world col- colonization and domination was based off of uh Europeans need for spice. Yeah. Like, like Arby's got the meat. It. Asia's got, got the, the spice.
0: Yeah.
3: Wow, man. Next time I get ketchup, I'm gonna be like, mmm, <laughs> mm, this Asian. Can <laughs> you please pass delicious. my favorite Asian condiment? <laughs> up <ketchup." laughs> <laughs> You know, there is a Korean dish where um you you soak the the rice in ketchup and then you put like an egg omelet over it. And I always thought this was such a weird, like dish but then they're always saying no this is korean so don't,
0: I uh, guess, the philippines, huh. have, philippines a, have a ketchup have a banana too. ketchup is yeah that where the banana i ketchup just is yeah. learned
1: about this yeah it's yeah. because they don't have tomatoes Is it easily? made out of bananas yeah i think what? it still
0: has tomato i think that the banana replaces the other sugar in it hmm. something like that i'm not sure i'm don't quote me on this
1: i'm just well i'm, I'm gonna just, i'm, I'm sure. gonna quote you okay on quote me it. go ahead everybody quote me <laughs> We were at uh, an event and they had banana ketchup, and but I didn't want the food it was served with, and then it got taken away, and I didn't, I missed my shot.
0: Well, you're gonna learn all about that
1: probably when you go get Jollibee one of
0: these days. Yeah, Jollibee will be on the eat the menu uh, table someday. Mm.
1: Do you guys all, when you're growing up, you knew the one kid who was way too obsessed with ketchup. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh yeah, the one, Kids that was who like just his suck down packets. It was his identity. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, yes. this guy Ross. And he, he was like you, his favorite color was red, Ned, and he like made it fucking known. That was his identity, was I love ketchup and I love red. Did and he put kid, ketchup
0: in water. Did that kid ever oh. play Ketchup Smash? <laughs> no, what's you, ketchup you smash? You just put a full packet of ketchup on the table and you smash it, <laughs> and one of you's going to get hit. It's, it's almost, almost like it roulette. Out one oh,
1: direction. it's like Russian
2: roulette, yeah. but with ketchup. ketchup. smash. I'm laughing because I
3: think that kid was me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think that kid might have been Yeah, new. if you don't
1: know the kid that was obsessed with ketchup, it's you. <laughs> well, that
3: person also was um, like an unnecessary dick towards mustard. <laughs> right well mustard is well, very intense for children i know but when yeah. when you claim one thing as a yes. child you just decide the other yeah. thing associated with it is far inferior it's like
0: red versus blue yeah blue sucks I red's was, better i was that way i did not like mustard for a I long i didn't like time. mustard no it, it took oh, a long really time to get it. used to mustard yeah I didn't like it till i was in high school i really
2: liked french's hot dog mustard and then everything switched and i abhorred french's and i only wanted Goulden's brown, brown mustard. mustard. Mm. Goulden, the, Gouldens, finest, the mustard. finest
3: brown mustard. And yeah. now I'm like, I'm cool with either. But yep. imagine your palate just flipped at one point where you craved the cheaper, more generic thing. And then suddenly, some point, I guess if people kids are getting younger and younger, you want the more high quality.
0: Well, fancy I don't think it was
3: about quality, it was about spice. Gouldens is a spicier
0: mustard and and mm. when
2: you're little I don't think you like spice as much, but when you're an adult
0: you love spice. And that is because b- both your taste buds change and evolve and then as you age they die. Wow. Mm. so you become less sensitive to flavors as you Oh it's age. about
1: taste I always thought it was that your your cells totally change every seven years and that's part of That's part of it, but I believe
0: that your taste buds actually wane, and that's sort of why. Wait, so my
2: taste buds are
0: dying? Right now? Not as strong. Let's let's find out from the old Google Pocket. (laughs) It's funny because I I, 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 always. This episode is just us saying things confidently and then being like,
2: ooh, I don't know about that. I need to taste everything now. Let me taste the microphone.
3: Well, it's funny because I, oh, I grew up. bitter. Like, with very bitter. S- I grew up with so much spicy food, so I always liked spicy food. Uh-huh. But with me, I preferred the more generic brands of things because the fancy, expensive stuff turned me off mm. by concept. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'm not going to touch Grey Poupon. <laughs> <laughs> That's for fancy people. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve whatever you just said. The basic <laughs> hot dog mustard.
0: Branches. Branches. Yeah. God, there's so much interesting stuff about taste buds. Oh, there's so much t- interesting t- stuff about, about, about test the taste buds. buds. About the taste buds. About the taste buds. They're constantly changing, but as, between the ages of forty and fifty, the number of taste buds decreases. Forty and
1: fifty, we're not even close. Well, we're,
0: oh, we're getting close. Uh oh, I'm eight years away from forty. Oh shit, you're so old. Yeah. 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 Okay. The tell number me. of taste buds decreases, and the rest begin to shrink. Losing mass uh, vital to their operation. After age 60, you may begin to lose the ability to distinguish the taste of sweet, salty, sour, and bitter foods. Wow! only spicy is left by that one.
1: Does, does that mean that you crave stronger tasting things or it's all the same and you don't give a shit? I think, yeah, probably they're weaker. So you crave stronger
2: flavors. We should have touched on that in the old age series. P.S. Have you guys tried out that FaceApp old
1: age filter? Oh, it's back. It's I have not, but I've been viral. seeing...
3: Some of you asking
0: people on Twitter to do it for you. <laughs> I went on a little crazy <laughs> and, Twitter moment last night.
1: So FaceApp uh, went viral months, or maybe a year ago. It, it was that app where you took a photo of yourself and then it made you a boy, made you a girl, made you old. But they've updated their uh, AR technology and they've made it so that it's just like really convincing stuff. Okay, Eugene's gonna take a photo right now so we can see what he looks like old. If you're watching the video feed, we'll we'll throw it in for you. But um, I tried to download the app and it was asking for my credit card information. I'm like. Fuck this Oh yeah I
2: definitely Signed up for a free trial I gotta cancel it In three days Or I get charged 20 bucks
1: 20, <laughs> 20 bucks Yeah that's how They get Whoa. you That's how they get you Yeah so I I just went on Twitter And I asked people To do it for me And hilariously A lot of people Just took photos Still images From our old age series the troll us And was like You already did this You guys Yeah I'm like, Yeah you are right Really we could have uh, Oh Eugene Saved a lot of time And money on makeup Oh, oh that's great it's
3: really
2: good. It works really well oh, Look oh, at, it you. It
1: at you We'll throw wow. that in Uh uh, you'll never look that old. I know what your dad looks no, like. No, this is this is definitely when I'm like 120. That's like 120. But it's, yeah. it's quite accurate though. Yeah, it's I was really look, impressive. you yeah. are looking good with that hat. That Dude, the hair ex-mitty. is beautiful. AR technology uh, is getting insane. We were at VidCon this week. Uh, <laughs> showed it up to the camera. Over it, over you. <laughs> yeah, just
3: replace me. <laughs> For people watching the video, we're doing something dumb with the camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so we were at uh, VidCon this past week um, And at, there was a Snapchat lounge And I don't know if you guys have been on Snapchat lately But they do this thing where you can put like dan- Oh you know, remember the dancing hot dog Everyone loves the dancing yeah, hot yeah. dog Where you can put it in space and scale it up They were doing full four dimensional renders Of real humans So you could go stand and dance And then in like a minute and a half They had a full render of you That you could put anywhere in the world How fucking cool is that? And then I was too lazy to do it. I didn't even go to that lounge,
0: really, because I don't use Snapchat, and I thought it would be. I didn't want to. I didn't want to have a conversation.
1: (laughs) He thought. He thought that. that I also
0: didn't go into the Cameo uh, happy hour. (laughs) I don't go into apps that I don't use. I don't want their free stuff. I don't want to talk to them. I think Cameo is crazy. They're so uh, tell people what Cameo is if they're aggressive. Cameo is an app and service where you, a fan, could send me a celebrito. Um, a message. If you pay me, so or rather, I'll send you a message. I'll be like, "Happy birthday, Jamie!" But that costs like fifty dollars. So yeah, so celebrities are recording. They take
1: twenty five percent. Oh, that's silly. It's it's celebrities recording custom messages of your wish, but they for all of us, they are the most aggressive company I've ever encountered. I, I take it by the the passion here, Keith, that we will never be accepting a cameo brand deal cuz what if they come in like a, like what if they come with a lot of money I and they're I like we just, want to get you on cameo? I'm kind of
0: against the principle of yeah. directly charging your fans. But for for something like that, I I would rather like Patreon is how we charge our fans and we give them a like an inside look at how we work. We give them extra content, but I don't like saying like my birthday message is going to cost you Fifty dollars. I'd rather you find me in the wild. Especially and ask me when some people
2: charge like four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. it just feels a, a little too transactional. It's,
3: it seems it's gross. Very, and me. we're we're. I mean, to, so VidCon for those who don't know who are listening is like the Comic Con for YouTubers mm-hmm. or for Video people convention. in digital content creation. That includes anyone from YouTube to. TikTok. Which oh, was a there was a lot of TikTok. A lot of cropping of there. young kids who are TikToking. <laughs> I just clockers. assumed everyone that was dressed stylish that I had no idea who they were were TikTok. just like
2: huge on TikTok. Yeah,
3: clockers. so it's a pretty diverse group, but it's uh, like crazy, crazy attendance rates. And um, we always do these meet and greets. And uh, we tend to be usually the longest meet and greet, regardless of the shit turnout, because we are four people that they hug and we do hug everybody. And we also talk to you. And uh, often, you know, we wish we could do more video messages for people, but we generally can't because of timing there. But, you know, if you ask us when we're just on the street, we'll do it. Uh, the favorite is usually Keith will grab your phone. He will start <laughs> with his mouth very close up to the mm-hmm. camera and then he will end by eating the camera. Mm-hmm. It's a Yummy. that's that's the signature try guys message to your friend. But I agree. I think that it feels like strangely transactional. And usually I feel like the people who would actually invest in this are probably children. I, because I think most of the the people they have signed on are those who attend places like VidCon. It's not like, you know, Beyonce's not doing it.
0: No, but like a lot of people, do. like, there are, I think Snoop Dogg is on it and stuff like that. And I just don't, I don't think those celebrities or us should be trying to make our money directly off of fan consumers in these large sums like that. You better
2: believe that the day I become not famous anymore, I'm paying all my <laughs> yes! bills with having oh,
0: birthday when messages, I though. I am done creating content for the world, <laughs> I
1: will start creating content for individuals out there. <laughs> yeah, I would never ask fans for money directly, which is why I would never promote my own Venmo. I have no You're interest no. in this. Your yeah, Venmo no. thing is out of control. God, it will you not have stop. have to stop it, mentioning it. Also, it. That's, that's why I'm saying I would never. I would uh, never. Why would I use
0: Cameo when I could literally say, hey, if you want a birthday message, Venmo my Venmo and Mo. 50 bucks and I'll just do it and I would keep 100% of the proceeds because all of the advertising is coming from our platforms. Why would we give them 25% of revenue? That's absurd. Cameo. I don't like you. <laughs> More like <laughs> happy. Yeah. I, think you're, uh, I think you're a nuisance and, a, and a, a bad thing. And now there's others. There's Camelot. There's all these other ones. And I think Camelot? it's a lot. Yeah, there's... you know,
1: I, I have no opinion on Cameo, but I want to remain a neutral podcast. So just to balance the scales, Cameo, love what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an amazing service. Uh, I just I think the world. Yeah, keep emailing Keith. I think you'll get him <laughs> one of these days. Yeah. Uh, so how was the
3: rest of your VidCon? Oh, who
1: gives a shit? No <laughs> I
0: was exhausted, but I I do enjoy the opportunity to like meet and perform. For yeah, FMs. it was a
2: lot, but I, I actually I, I was very tired, but I liked how dense, full of activity is. I feel like in other VidCons, I've had large swaths of like six hours where I'm just like. All right, I guess I'll take another photo at the Instagram lounge. <laughs> well, here's one thing.
1: We I, I, we got fucked this year, if I, if I would say so, because we were coming in from a very exhausting stretch, and this was the most packed schedule I've ever been given had, yeah. at VidCon. But there's one thing I look forward to. Well, no. The one thing I look forward to is hanging out and meeting the fans. But the little perk is that you get to catch up with all your YouTuber friends. It's like this weird uh, uh, family reunion and the swag there's all these all these little activations and you get all this free shit but we got in we flew in thursday morning we had to wake up at 5 a.m we got we got in at 8 30 and then we were packed and I didn't have a free second until Friday. And by the time, or I'm sorry, until Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to explore, not only was all the dope swag gone, but they had started disassembling mm-hmm. some of the booths. Yeah. So I went to like go take this cool Facebook photo where they had like little cars. They made this little video of you. Uh, like like I was going to have some stuff for the gram. Nothing. Gone. Dead. Done. Uh, that, free food. Missing. It was just people like ripping down these beautiful <sighs> like indoor
2: topiaries. It was so and, sad. and like cool lights and everything. I had the same experience. I wasn't free until Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Everything was being torn down. I I rushed to get a cool headshot somewhere. Did you get one? I, I did get nice. one. Yes, yes. No no makeup or hairstyling,
1: but girl, <laughs> I don't forget. need it. Uh I were friends with the dudes <laughs> no, no, at really uh <laughs> We're friends with the dudes at Dormtainment, if you don't know they're a great uh, sketch group. And the first day they're like, Oh, did you go to this booth and oh they've got all this free clothes. You gotta go. I think it's all gone, though. We took it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they took like yeah. five five items each. Yeah, because we had
3: VidCon between a Try Guys tour show Wednesday night in San Jose and then a show in San Diego Sunday night. So And uh, then
2: Friday night, we were performing at
3: VidCon. Closing out one of the biggest performances.
2: But we weren't doing our live show show, The Legend of the Internet show, because when we had to decide whether we were going to perform at
3: VidCon or not, We hadn't even written Legends of the (laughs) The Internet yet. Yeah, we didn't know what it was yet. (laughs) So we decided, like, previously, if you've seen on our channel, we've released two different uh, videos that showcase what we've done at VidCon's past, where they've gotten very excited because we create these original productions that are huge and spectacle-driven. So this year, we went against four iconic queens from RuPaul's Drag Race in a lip-sync battle. Uh, However, um, no one had produced the show. And this (laughs) is the closing number of one of their biggest nights.
0: So Eugene produced it amidst our normal tour and all the other crazy stuff he's been working on this summer. I produced
3: it over... The two weeks leading up to it, yeah, and overnight. Basically, if you've ever you tried to wrangle drag queens, yeah, I, I literally love them showed to death. up ten
0: minutes before the they
3: show. They are they are consummate professionals, but in terms of emails, <laughs> it's like catching a ghost—a fabulous <laughs> ghost dressed <laughs> as it a beautiful woman. <laughs> they are so hard to, to pin down. Ooh, when when you're with them in the club, ghost. it's amazing, but it's so hard to get them pinned down because they're just running around a like, gig to gig to gig.
2: I think an hour before the show, there was a like a producer there that was like. I don't have the drag queens. The drag (laughs) queens are not here. We're like,
1: uh, okay. Also, to back it up, like we didn't really have time to prepare our lip sync, so we each were performing for two and a half minutes. We were more or less using the hour before the show to to make up our choreography yeah. and get dressed and figure out how the props would work. And then meanwhile, we have stagehands coming to us like, hi, um, do you know where the drag queens are? I'm gonna need you to to go upstairs and help me find them right now. It's like, I can't go on a treasure hunt for drag queens. What a treasure hunt that would be. Well, but, it's, because <laughs> I gotta, I
3: w- it's because I was the one who was, I realized at the mo- moment I was like, I'm basically the producer of the show. Right. I was the one who was constantly mm-hmm. in contact with the queens.
1: The one thing we knew is that uh, someone at the shuttle said, when we were getting on, they said, I saw some drag queens. they am like, oh, okay, they're here somewhere, somewhere. but yeah. they were at a drag at that point. Which, if you know anything about drag, it's a lengthy process to get and that in. Was, that scared me most. They saw them like
0: an hour and a half before the show started and like that's barely enough time to get into full drag if it even is enough time but But they they can go fast they're they're professionals but they
1: were there they they i it turned out to be a miscommunication where they were brought to the wrong place by staff it was not a fault of their own but they got there they were in full drag we gave them the rundown (sighs) and they crushed it i mean they're just it's what they do it's what they breathe
3: but yeah we had uh a I had two nights. I didn't sleep before that. So I was, yeah. I was working on the video packages. I yeah. edited all of the video packages. And the worst part was I was also in drag. So I had three hours of prep in drag.
1: Which exhausts you,
3: right? It's, I mean, I was tucked. My balls were in my body. Mm-hmm. So it sucks because in the end my performances, same thing with the streamies that happened the same exact thing. I always like suffer. I'm like right. never giving hundred percent. I was like, oh, that was great. And I'm like, oh, if you got me fresh and if you see what I do on the tour, yeah. I can crush a stage oh, and yeah. drag, but everything that ever gets publicized, and they'll see the video, I'm like at 40% in that performance. You can see I'm like dead in the eyes.
1: I'll take Eugene's 40 over, take Eugene's over 40. my You guys reason. were Any amazing, day. though.
3: Everything turned out well. The show was great. Most What's people funny came is afterwards. The
0: inside information of that show is that there were like some okay acts on it, but a lot of technical errors. And there oh, were times where so the know. audience was left in like, Three minutes of nothing. Oh, really? And the and the and our, the host didn't go vamp. Nothing
1: well, you know, happened. What did happen and at then the beginning a of our four
0: hours? Also, there was like thirty seconds of nothing.
1: You know why? Oh, wow. Because they wouldn't listen to us. They kept Gabby Hanna was, who's our good friend, was our guest uh, announcer. Right. Yeah, host, and so. We kept saying, where's Gabby supposed to be? And they're like, yes, come right this way. And she was on our our side of the stage. And then right when it was about to start, Gabby's like, so where do I go on? And the person's like, oh, Gabby, you're supposed to be on the other side of the stage. And so they run her backstage across and then they go, please welcome Gabby Hanna. And there's literally 60 full seconds of just like the intro song playing and a blank stage. Now it was, I was mortified, but also like, fuck it. What are you going to do? We told them. She is not supposed to be with us. <laughs> She's yeah. just over should, there
3: somewhere. We should we should clarify, putting on live shows is really difficult. Yeah. And yeah. also the fact oh, that yeah. their team's amazing at VidCon, the great production team. The problem is, is that because they have essentially almost like, what, 100 acts that they have to put together? They're just of days, all of yeah. these people who have no time, they come in for one rehearsal before, they're piecemealing it as they go. That's it's, how these, they're these it. work. They're winging it. They have to. They're There's winging no it. Way so that's to. why they're always excited when we come, because we don't wing it. We come in with fully realized productions. And so we forgot that this year, again, oh, we need to come in with something fully realized. And it turned out great because in the end, they were like, they know exactly when to play a video package. They knew the lighting cues are. They knew where we're to. But to
0: our to credit, start. we started with a somewhat cold audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. were not receptive. <laughs> yeah. It took, we, we had to use our – like I basically,
1: myself and Derek had to – be the ones who warm them up yeah and And you did a great job yeah you know what's weird so we've had this insane summer where we we our book came out and we went on a book tour and then we've been on tour doing these crazy big shows to big audiences things that i should be you know way more nervous and emotionally invested in than this this was like our fun Mm -hmm. but something about this was so surreal to me and i remember i was on stage and i whispered to ned I dreaming right now because it was just so I had not emotionally prepared for it in any way whatsoever or physically or prepared. physically prepared. Yeah, we for rehearse anything on and stage so, yeah. all of a sudden I'm on stage in a wedding dress in a green robe <laughs> looking at a sea of confused children while drag queens dance in front of me <laughs> and 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 I like I'm trying to remember what's going to happen next and it was the most delirious I've ever been in front of people performing. It was very surreal performing without any rehearsal. And you just yeah, fucking it's went for it. The first time. I is don't remember it. The time. But you I, know what's I great? literally sorry, I literally blacked out and I have no memory of the performance to this moment. Well, oh. I remember the moment I took my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll probably
3: release the performance
1: yeah, sometime like, in the next like week or two. It. Uh, but
3: what, what it came down to was what's fantastic. And I think part of the reason we agreed to it is that, you know, drag is being like super commodified and mainstreamed and lip sync battle. The show in itself is a appropriation of queer culture because it's like, Oh, it's funny. Let's like watch celebrities do it. But drag there's a lot doing of celebrities in since forever, drag. but what's kind of amazing is that what we gave them and part of the reason why I thought like this was a great opportunity is most of those kids were under a uh, bar attending age. So a lot of them came up to me later and said, that was the first time I've ever seen drag queens perform in person. And we gave them four prolific drag queens. Amazing drag queens. Amazing drag queens. Derek Berry, Morgan Michaels, Kamara Black, and Delta Work. We gave them a true drag show. And the drag queens... We're living because one yeah. of them later said like, oh, there are kids here. Yeah. And I said, yeah. And when you basically strip down with your legs open to Pussycat Doll's buttons and all <laughs> the people started flipping out, that is the perfect way to introduce them to drag.
0: And, and also the drag queens are like, that was like a real stage. Yeah. yeah. And, they, yeah. Like, and, and when you get to perform on the VidCon stage, it is great because it is it's an arena. Like it's performing huge. on Got a neon light, yeah. huge, incredibly produced It's stage. where the Mighty
1: Ducks play. Yeah. It's a, the it's, Anaheim Ducks. No. But the Mighty Ducks.
0: Yeah, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They not, don't just have a Coach Gordon. And
1: <laughs> they have
2: like... Uh, are they like not, a, wait,
1: are they not called the Mighty Ducks anymore?
2: Are they just called the Ducks? Oh, but that's, a, that's a nickname. That's
0: yeah. a nickname. Yeah, they're from, the Anaheim Ducks. Were well, they the never Anaheim. officially called, called the, Anaheim, the, Mighty, the Mighty Ducks? No, Why no.
1: not? I think the Ducks were a fictional. That's fu- okay, let's just go well, ahead and say
0: that that's fucking stupid. It's then. an adjective. They're,
2: they've never been called the Mighty well, Ducks.
1: Well, then that's a mistake. And sure. we should be... Uh, well, but they also, you don't call them like... was the
2: movie... Weren't they not called the Mighty Ducks Are you
0: not enraged? No. No. <laughs> it's it's not the you know the terrific bulls or well, that's the not a fun name inc- incredible jaguars that's or not that, a fun name yeah, it's the, that, the mighty jacks Jacksonville incredible jaguars the Jacksonville
1: incredible
2: jaguars. jaguars I like it
1: <laughs> the happy the Yankees <laughs> they had an opportunity to win over every single person born in the nineties as a fan. licensing issues.
0: Mm. Figure it out. Just,
1: why doesn't Disney just own the Anaheim Ducks? They, they, should, they should. They should. They're so Disney close. To so mad at this. <laughs> I am. I am livid.
3: Well, we had a good VidCon, and I hope you enjoy watching that performance when we release it.
2: The last little bit yeah. of uh, cleanup. From- uh, can I say that I'm, I'm proud of us? Because, oh, like, yeah. and especially you, Eugene. I mean, with oh, everything yeah. that's going on, this was this was really hard to pull together. We didn't have a lot of time, and. Totally pulled it off and introduced all these kids to drag.
1: And I got to play the flute and hit the shoot. So all in a day's work. Uh, The last little bit, though, is that we went out to dinner on the last night of VidCon to celebrate. We went out with uh, (laughs) Ian from Smosh. Had a great time. And then I got food poisoning from that or I just have a very weak body. And so the next show, the day in San Diego, I was... A wreck. I was shitting myself. I was. I was fine. I. I. Eugene was subjected to the most voluminous oh my god <laughs> guys. that anybody oh it wasn't ever just pro-
3: high volume
1: it was the worst smell it was the, the loudest sound smelling. and the most volume of oh, any god. gas you usually, ever produce oh, eugene god, was in the bathroom yeah. and i said run it was i said <laughs> run and then he stayed because he's like i need to experience
3: yeah this. i was like i'm witnessing glory it's a holy trinity fart and you it, usually get one of three right. it's yes. either loud yeah it's long or, or stinky. secretly stinky, this and it was, was all, all three. three. <laughs> um, and it he stung, stung the eyes. I just stood there going, "Like this is top three try guys farts." Wow, top and three in my hard. life. I it don't might know what the, the number other one. two, but it
1: was it was bad. Uh, I and had I, to
3: experience it. It was like seeing Jesus. I
1: was physi- <laughs> physically weak uh, during our show in San Diego, but we 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 did it, and everyone said it was great. So and we got our first review. Yeah, it has, just it, has it published today. yet? Oh, I haven't watched yeah, it yet. I know yes. need
0: to tweet it out. It's from Broadway World, the world of Broadway. Um, San Diego. Yeah, it was very positive, and um, it was great. It, it does a good job of like talking about what the the feeling in the room is like, because I think oh, that's, that's like cool. the coolest part of the show is that the room is electric. Like from the before the show to after the show, it's just a blast, and we we do a good job of pacing it so everyone gets every kind of emotion in that hour and a half.
1: And what was really cool is that that was the first time since the first night that our significant others got to watch the show. Yeah. So we've, you know, now workshopped this show for, for 10 shows and uh, they just kept saying like, wow, it's, it flows so well. You guys really changed so much yeah. to make it. It's, we've, we've been having fun, um, kind of like with our videos too. Every show is another data point for us to kind of just tweak it a little bit, make it a little smoother. You gonna read some excerpts Okay, had- this is by E.H. Ryder. The energy in the theater is
2: incredible. People cheering, crying, and laughing from excitement. And that's before the show has even started. (laughs) When the countdown clock hits zero and the lights go down as the music swells, the audience starts screaming at an even increased frenzy. It would be easy for the guys to count on that kind of energy and use it to coast for the rest of the show but if they took Button the egg. easy way out would they even be the
3: dry guys
1: oh damn oh, wow. i it's like that out. that's cool all right we'll tweet that whole article out so that you can read it uh but i'm, I'm excited to dive in. yeah that.
3: i mean we're gonna be doing nine more shows through texas atlanta and the east coast so especially if you're in texas come see us
1: yeah we fly out tomorrow we've got four shows in texas before kind of snaking up the the mm-hmm. east coast Atlanta, uh, dc uh, uh, Boston uh, sold out New York
0: and Philly you can't come to Boston anymore sorry Mr. Chance it's sold out <laughs> Mr. Chance you would have to get a scalp ticket or
1: something uh, yeah but I'm super amped uh, we fly away tomorrow and uh, this has been our kind of oh did you guys see that video that's going viral of the person on an airplane uh, with the TV screen in front of them it's with a touch foot. screen using a foot to yeah. swipe through <laughs> I saw that wow I kind of want to try it. wait
3: their own foot
1: no, yeah. they're using their neighbor's foot. Yeah, their own foot. What?
3: No, but still, that's very.
0: So oh, they have still a still very in their confusing. Bag. Are,
1: wait, so are they leaning back? In <laughs> yeah, they're, they're leaning in first back. First class, first of all.
0: Oh, in first class. I, oh,
1: okay. I didn't think it was first class. I thought it was that first seat in regular class where you just have a little bit more space. And the, the TV. typically the TV
0: isn't on the wall there. It folds out of the armrest in that see on i've most seen it planes. both ways oh really i've seen it both. really no, yeah. they're cool very cool very cool very cool virgin, Ver- cool. Ver-
1: virgin doesn't build into airplanes. the wall i love airplanes <laughs> do you guys take your shoes off on airplanes <laughs> no <laughs> sometimes um, if it's a really it's long, a long flight. flight
0: if i'm in first class yeah
2: which, well which which you know done it, twice. In, a, in international <laughs> flights they'll <laughs> often give you slippers
1: oh that's luxury they, even
2: just in economy that's you know. the thing right your oh. feet
1: swell is
2: that a thing? I don't know. Yes, your feet do swell. I mean, you're, the blood, when you sit for a long time, the blood goes all the way to your feet. So and you, also the pressure.
1: Doing right. calf
2: raises is a good way to Compression socks. Or that,
1: yeah. Compression socks.
3: Speaking of
0: compression. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I'm just trying to make
0: a segue. How's that audio How's sounding?
1: Audio sounding pretty good. I, I, Things been a, aren't getting too hairy over there. I, I've missed a moment or two. Surprisingly, the person with the most audio... Uh, uh, changes <laughs> has been Eugene. When he gets excited, he gets louder. He starts Rare. at a very soft place. Uh, yeah, too. I'm That's a very soft-spoken person generally. Keith, you've been nice and easy the whole time, and yeah, I haven't touched right. the dial for Zach once. So I hope you've been wow. able to hear me. Yeah, it's well, been very loud the whole speaking time. Of Harry,
3: <laughs> speaking of Harry, Zach, speaking of
1: t- Harry, speaking of tell us about this situations. hair adventure you've been on that hair. we've released videos about. Yeah, so. Th- uh, now it's been 3 months but I j- ago since I did this but I just released some videos on our channel where I did uh, a full hair restoration journey so I've been mm-hmm. I've been balding now uh which is weird even before these videos I had a hard time saying that balding I would say that my hair's thinning or my hairline's receding but the word balding is so loaded uh, but now that I've kind of gone through this process. I can admit it. I can admit that I that I've been balding. So I did these two procedures that are really cool. I did one where I, I got this thing called scalp camouflage where they they put these tiny little tattoo dots on your scalp. Is that the microblading? It's yeah, I called it microblading. It's technically kind of like its own thing, but microblading oh. is the best way to understand it cuz women do that for their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And it just it's this vegan-based ink and it dissolves in 5 years. So it just huh as i'm taking that's how they get you well i'm taking a pill now schedule
0: a follow-up yeah right it should be made out of turkey i'm ta- <laughs> so that it doesn't dissolve so that instead that's of a, being that's an arby's callback, <laughs> it should be made out of turkey so that it stays
1: there for a long time well it's bam, it's the idea is that bam. uh i'm gonna the pill that i'm on will make my hair thicker but and like they'll cross right so as the ink fades the medicine oh. will make the hairs thicker again because I actually I do have a lot of hairs mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. region, but when you look under a microscope, they're just they're just barely <coughs> hanging on, little itty bitties. I learned so much about uh, hair stuff, and I actually I'll tweet a, th- a little thread about it uh, by the time this comes out because I think that it's the reason I made the videos. One is to get over this insecurity I have, but two is because it's such a taboo topic, and I think that no one. People are afraid to talk about it, but balding is the number one insecurity among men. It is the most common uh, 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 plastic procedure among men and just no one's talking about it at all. And it's funny, even when
2: you said hair pills in my head, I was thinking like, oh yeah, they probably like make your boners
1: worse, right? there you go yeah so <laughs> I'm like, was, like oh yeah right, hair yeah. pills that like decreases your libido right so that is a possible side effect and something that a lot of people fear because um, it reduces your testosterone to gromer hair what, and luckily I should out. say I, I haven't had that side effect but it is no it is something that a lot of people like and I know a lot uh, of I mean, my, my boners are fine my I boners def- are fine I'm definitely not experiencing that <laughs> so
0: uh, the, the dick uh, is
1: uh, in high <laughs> volumetric
0: boners, control
2: boners are fine boners are <laughs> fine my boners are <laughs> fine, boners <laughs> fine. The <laughs> head of hair, strong bones. <laughs> yeah, things you need to know about me. Let a- a- no, let uh, the <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> The joke that I had going in was like I could probably skim a little off the top, uh, hey. but I actually I didn't know that it, if the severity of it it could be bad. But I know now a couple of people who are on this pill who didn't tell me until they learned that I was on it, and no one I know has experienced that side effect. So, Thank you it know, it's a thing. Uh,
3: I think it's a good testament too to the fact that often people think with try guys that we're just like dudes who just do it. We just do everything. There's no like, I don't know, relatable qualms or insecurities that we actually genuinely have at this point about stuff. But like Zach's been on this hair journey since I met him, yeah, oh yeah, and has been in multiple stages of like extremely like strong denial about like not wanting to do this, pushing it back saying like, I should shave my head or I should do this. And this has been like Four or five years us talking about this.
1: Well, I was afraid of this pill because of all the the, the fear and misinformation about it. I was terrified of this surgery, uh, of hair restoration surgery, because uh, most things you know about it is like this, you get you get left with a big old scar. I did something, I now know there's a way to do it where you get no scar, right? Um, and in general, I think it's it's hard to, why are you smiling at no scar? In my mind, I just went, you get a nice Mufasa, <laughs> but no scar. Sorry, that's, that's, that's
0: why I didn't say joke. it. It just I was like, that's not a good joke, but <laughs> it's, it's in hard. my brain. Mufasa. Mufasa, Mufasa,
1: Mufasa. Mufasa. Well, this Say it again. Mufasa. Mufasa. Um, anyway, and, and in, g- in general, I was just, it took a lot for me to admit it. So if you're at this place in your life, I suggest do something before it's too late because I had to do this whole surgery because I denied it for five years. Um, but also, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm still, before the video came out, I was like nauseous and terrified of the idea of putting this out to the world. And I thought about oh. emailing you guys and telling you that I was going to cancel the video because it was just Whoa. too raw. Is it and even after you made it? This was bet- before I w- between making it and seeing the edit. Mm. And then I saw the edit which uh YB who works with us did an awesome job on it. And it it just like it's a really cool video because it's it's this thing where I I open up about an insecurity and instead of being all mopey about it, it's like here's this thing that bothers me. I'm going to tell you all about it. Now I own it. You all know, we know. Let's fucking do something about it. Yeah. And I cannot uh recommend that enough if there's something in your life don't hide it make it like own it and and eat, and then choose to do something like you can either own it by shaving your head in this case or you can own it by doing something about it but ignoring it is the only thing that will continue to be corrosive um then the most exciting part though is that after the surgery i had tons of inflammation and if you go on my instagram you can see photos of me i had this insane puffy face my for a full week um I don't even know how to describe it, but I looked, I looked like the bow in that Pixar short film. Mm-hmm. I, I looked totally unrecognizable. You looked like
3: in the Wachowskis film Cloud Atlas <laughs> when they made the white, <laughs> white actors, actors Asian. Asian with prosthetics. Yeah. That is, that's how your face looked.
1: It was crazy. So I woke up every morning and my eyes were partially swollen shut. And I have this sad photo on my phone where every morning I would use the selfie mode to be like, am I better? Oh, no. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> of course not. Because I think when you sleep, everything swells slightly. So it's going to always look <laughs> the worst
1: in, in the morning. Yeah. And then during the day, it would get slightly better. And then I would go to sleep and it would get worse again. But it was like that for a full seven days to the point that Maggie and I like had this moment of like, what if I never get better? What, if what if, is me now? What if this is just my face? It was so funny. Yeah, it it's was the funniest. You've I ever did learned.
2: appreciate getting the daily "how puffy is my face" updates.
0: It was very fun. We also
1: I came back to work after about a week, and I was like kind of in that in between world, and I kept trying. I had to get on camera. Actually, if you go look at. um our book signing video. I'm still partially swollen in that and I put my hood up up. so that you couldn't tell. But I got on camera and we're like, you look pretty normal. And then we filmed it and we would look at the footage and went, oh no. (laughs) Yeah, we tried to cut as little of Zach as possible into that video.
3: Yeah, it was pretty surreal. Yeah. But you know, if you're a young guy out there who knows that your family has a history of balding, then just like check it out. I mean, there's no too early a time to start. Or a young girl. A
1: lot of these yeah. techniques gr- can be too, yeah. used for both genders. So
3: much of everything is preventative. And if you really need to do something, you can start like in middle school or high mm-hmm. school. Like, yeah.
1: And if finasteride if an is not uh, an option for you, there's there's minoxidil, there's biotin, yeah. there's there's a ton of stuff that you can do. And uh, I'm I'm grateful that I got on it when I did. But even still I, I would have been better admitting this you know we're on our journey. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's just
3: crazy that it's like number one or number two of the most insecure More than things dick that size. men yeah men worry about is men would is rather hair, have hair a, loss a
1: little old dick
0: than well, I, a, you know reduced hair because everybody's got just a huge dick <laughs> <laughs> so you know the other one
3: is it. the other one men worry about is height interesting
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was, um, you didn't write about that in the book or did you
1: Which one a uh, balding just uh, I, I wrote one little little side panel about it. And what's interesting is that I wrote it and then I rewrote it because in between writing the book and the final publishing of the book is when I decided that I was... Actually, I was still in between. So at the time of finishing the book... I thought I was going to just shave my head. Wow. And uh, then, so I wrote kind of an homage to like, I might do something about this, but I did write it as my biggest insecurity. And I, I wish that, you know, hey, if we write a second book, I got more to write about. Yeah. But here's another thing that was crazy from this process. I was always, I always was convinced that I had to shave my head entirely to get this surgery. But that's not necessarily true, depending on how uh, the level of, of. I Had to get that tight fade and look hot. Yeah, I had to just look super hipster, uh, and people thought I was having an identity crisis. So mm-hmm. you know.
3: Yeah, Zach, it's just so silly looking that because you really had nothing to worry about. You're such a beautiful person. Oh my God. Oh you, my really God. Sh- you really, uh, more, oh, you really should have been more. You really should be more worried about your personality.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> wow. <There> it is. <laughs> boom
3: <laughs> fix that baby speaking of fixing got him. speaking of fixing speaking of you fixing. know uh looks seems like Ned Nero run around fixing some uh some places yeah. interior design That's tell us more right. about well, that we, we
2: just launched this big series it's called try diy where we encourage our friends to try diy we make over their houses <laughs> uh using the power of diy to save money so the first episode just came out it featured keith and becky's Shame room. Yeah, shameful. Uh, they <laughs> it called not, it the shame. They literally called it the
1: room of shame. I imagine shameful. that that's a room where you go to do the naughty things you don't <laughs> I mean, tell the rest of the, the world. Shame no, room.
2: no. But there's uh, like Keith was collecting. Yeah, like it was actually quite interesting. I can't quite call it junk, but for all intents and purposes, it was their their junk room, their was stuff it? room, their their extra
0: memorabilia and and stuff that we just didn't know what to do with. And it's it was kind of like your
3: your art closet in the Kind world. of. Well, like we, all don't a, we don't have we don't
0: have a lot of storage in our home. Yeah. and we don't have a storage unit. So basically, like, okay, well, we've got this chair that we like but don't want to get rid of, and but there's no room for it. And then we've got these things, these old like old. Things from when
1: I did sketch stuff in Chicago that, like, I have an emotional attachment to. It's very relatable. And not just because I had to do the exact same thing in my episode that you'll (laughs) see next week.
3: (laughs) Because everyone's junk room typically has the stuff like a present from the in-laws or blank. But when you're with an artist, Uh it goes into a territory that's just inexplicable. I have a samurai helmet in mine. Mm -hmm. I have, like, crazy, like... Paintings that I made that I forgot, like, and you know what? There's I a little
1: pair with a monocle and Keith. I love that. Sounds very Keith. Well, oh, creative yeah. people Dude. also. So you have the stuff that has like you have an emotional attachment to. Then you also have the things of one day I'll film with this. See, yeah. that's the
0: thing. I spent so many years doing cheap improv comedy, yep. and sketch comedy in Chicago mm-hmm. that like every article of clothing will have its time. Exactly. Yeah. that's what. And I if think. I throw it away the next week is when I'm, I'm going to need it. it and right. then you have to buy it. Then I have to buy it. And I have to go, not only buy it, I have to spend time to go
1: get it. Mm-hmm. But like, the, re- the reality though, and I think what Ned series does a good job of showing, is that that's not conducive to a good living yeah. environment. And so how do you, you know, make a, a home and keep the things that are important and valuable? So it's a really yeah. cool and series. And like part hoarders, <laughs> part <laughs> uh, fixer-upper. Yeah. And it Marie really condo. is. Yeah, yes. I mean, I, if you haven't <laughs> seen the video
0: yet, you should go watch it because it really did take a room that was a huge burden in our home emotionally and now it's like, one of the most utilized rooms in our home. Like wow. we spend a lot of, we That's actually really spend time. Oh yeah, we spend oh, time yeah. all the time. So Becky gets ready in the morning there and I'll like be doing my emails in the morning oh, in there. God. So we're like, and it has a lot of natural light. Where are they now? So it like, it's <laughs> yeah, a very, yeah. it's like a very <laughs> energizing room. Whereas our living room doesn't get a lot of natural light. So even after work, sometimes we spend the first couple hours after work oh, in nice. that room. I love oh, to hear that. God. Having wine and hanging out. And then we move to the dark living room. Wait, so
3: it's tri-DIY, which means that you, Ned and Ariel, you make them make something. Yes, we so we, that's we unique, give them right? instructions, and then we uh.
2: leave the room. And uh, let them figure it out.
3: How was that? Did you make something?
2: Oh,
0: I screamed a lot because <laughs> they left us with just not enough tools to do it easily.
3: Yeah, well, that's that's
2: fun so to
0: it, watch. it very much created a very <laughs> he enraged got very upset. I was like, I don't. How am I supposed to know if this is level if I don't have the thing it's supposed to be compared to in this moment? I'm. What if I'm doing a nightmare of and also I can't even get it level yeah. to itself? You
3: know what? Things around the home, like not only interior design, but even just like setting up a TV make just give me a different type of rage. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not like messing up a dish when you're cooking. It's Mm -hmm. very particular type of of rage where you feel like you're permanently messing something up. Yes. Yeah, because then you're going to gonna have it. to
2: walk by
1: it every single day. Yeah. Okay, also, you so want it to be perfect. My living yeah. room, the, s- the floors are slanted slightly. So if Same. you use a leveler, it doesn't fucking matter. You have to do it by the eye test. I uh, just upgraded my TV after about seven years. So this is the first new TV I've owned. Ned Ned talked me in again the big boy TV it's pretty fucking dope but it's one of those that's like razor thin and I'm afraid that if I touch it incorrectly it will break and it in fact tells you when you take it out of the box do not put your hands on this and and Maggie my girlfriend wants me to mount the TV. I don't want to mount the TV. It's T-mounted. Yeah, you mount it. No, I want to mount it. I don't want to be the one to mount it. I told her, have you heard of TaskRabbit? You pay (laughs) I can pay someone forty bucks to come over and do this for me. But what if they break your TV? Then TaskRabbit will cover it with insurance. Whereas if I do it, it's going to take over an hour of my time. We're going to yell at each other. I might break it. My back is gonna hurt. I, you know what? I would pay $100 to, to avoid that <laughs> Yo, bullshit. why don't you just
3: pay the three of because us $100? Because she, we'll she won't let me. You. She
1: won't let me do it. Yeah. But I we're mean, gonna mounting TV
3: is not too hard.
1: There's, it's a heavy TV. I
3: hated mounting a TV.
1: The ma- putting yeah,
3: the mount around. up was the difficult part. Yeah, But no. putting the actual TV on the mount isn't and then, too
0: then hard. also you yeah. got to drop the cable. through the wall. I am chronically weak. <laughs> oh, I love dropping I love cables dropping cables through the, cables the wall. Oh, to the wall. Yeah, oh, I hate so it because exciting. I want... Punching I, the hole in. I have my, yeah. my yeah. switch, right? And my switch has to be detached and reattached every time I go on cool trips. Oh, that's annoying. So I can't be running cables through the wall every time I go somewhere. That's true. But you can get second edge to my cable. Yeah, I got to get a second fucking... AC adapter for the Switch yeah. 2 and you know it's a specialized one so you know it's going to be 40 bucks just for that fucking plug.
1: Going back to hoarding, what is the one I know yours Keith but Eugene maybe. What's the one weirdest thing that you've been holding on to that's in your house right now?
3: My full Rita Repulsa costume from 3 two Halloweens Whoa. ago, two Halloweens ago. I'm that's not going to throw it away. No, you can't. But I have that and a full Mulan costume. I just have tons of costumes cuz I not only And those do are those take up a lot videos, of space. Yeah, they take up a ton of space. I also have like all of the drag. So I don't I don't borrow drag anymore since I do it more often now. I actually have purchased and made my own drag stuff. So that takes up pretty much half a closet. closet. I have partially a drag closet. I've been collecting my own drag <sighs> items, which includes t Oh well, yeah, you have, you have, butte, to have like cool hips. I have lots and lots of heels now. Um but they aren't used daily. So it's just lots of, you know, fake boobies sitting around, which uh if you walk in the closet, you'd be very shocked at how much mm. how much f- titillating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, nice Keith.
1: You yeah. know, when you have titties in your closet, sometimes it's hard to store them. And you might need some advice. Dare I say, advice wait. That will go wait. He's not here. For Miles. Yeah, but normally at this point in the podcast we let Miles the uh give advice for everybody and it's really stupid. He's not here today, so you guys just wanna make something up. Sure. Maybe uh, we'll do his, his. We'll do like, uh, did you ever blank? And then we'll just add okay. on and we'll land on Keith. Okay, okay so we're going to yeah, round. You take like a sentence or a sentence and yeah, half. Yeah, it's like so. that game in. Uh, it's in- like one word at a time, but a little more coherent. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, so Ned, start us off. This is advice that will go for Miles without your host, Miles, miles Bonsignore. Bonsignore. Okay, so what was it, Ned?
2: What's up, Miles Nation? <laughs> How y'all feelin' tonight? <laughs> Do you wanna be a big, strong boy with a lawn that's as luscious
0: as your hair? Get a <laughs> old-fashioned push mower.
3: Don't even think that you can Take a modern riding mower like a crazy person and achieve the look and feel of that old fashioned
1: goodness? Here's what you're gonna do, people. You're gonna push the lawnmower. You're gonna get some kids and make them do it for you. It's gonna teach them discipline. Then you're gonna take the grass clippings and tape them on your hair. You don't need an expensive (laughs) surgery, grass. It's hair that's green, it's stylish. All your hipster friends are going to be jealous.
3: And guess what? No gas, no
2: batteries to charge, just good old-fashioned
0: American muscle. It's good for the environment, <laughs> and it's good for your baby's breathing air if you have a baby. Also, some models can be made out of animals, like Arby's does. And
1: if
3: you really want to go old-fashioned, might I suggest investing in oxen? oxen. <laughs> A couple oxen and a big plow, and just fuck up your lawn so you don't have to worry about grass ever again and plant
1: yourself
3: some merit carrots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I can't believe I, I'm gonna say this, but I miss smiles. Yeah, Dude, no, uh, no. I thought we had some nah, good moments. was very good. You that's know what? That actually
3: makes a video idea is using like like boom, boomer. Previous to Boomer years, mm-hmm. heck, yeah, yeah, like what is that?
0: Even just like first edition,
3: first editions of things that we take right? for granted, like, like a first hmm? edition lawnmower. What did that look
0: like? Yeah, yeah, that's
3: the really original patent. Yeah. Oof, yeah, that would be
0: tough.
2: Mm.
1: We were uh, at VidCon hanging out with Mark Rober this weekend, who's who does all these awesome engineering videos. He did the glitter bomb, the glitter prank, uh, prank where hour. someone yeah, stole packages. Great. But we were we were talking to him. Could he take like an old Nokia phone and turn it into a smartphone? which I think would be super dope. I don't know how that works.
0: Me neither. But this has been fun. It's been good to touch on all these things. We're about to go back on the road, so if you still have not seen us, we've got four shows in Texas. We've got a show in Atlanta, New York, D.C., and Boston, but you can't go to Boston. And Philly. And Philly. Philly
1: Final night in Philly. Philly. Philly, Dryguys.com
2: slash tour for tickets. Uh, it's gonna
1: they're gonna be so good like anyone who's seen the show can tell you that this show kicks ass and we have only been using each and every show to make it tighter make it tauter make it tougher uh we're just having so much fun and it's it's such a special thing that we get to do we want to share it with you you gotta be there get the merch get the book come see us on tour we're having so much fun this has been the tripod we'll talk to you next week until next time keith hit us with the official tripod theme song
0: you've got
1: to turn
0: your meat into a vegetable treat tripod
2: until
1: next time stay beautiful bye pesto bye pesto i think i fucking crushed it with the sound yeah hope so (laughs) oh god comment below